I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is the first in a series of bonus episodes that I'm going to be sending your way right now to help you in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. There are a lot of changes that have happened for all of us and fresh on most of our minds is this, everyone's kids are home. And for those of us building a business from home, the childcare that we used to have in the past for our businesses is off the table now. So I wanted to create this episode for you to help you to cope with this change and troubleshoot how to make this work right now. The changes you make now in response to the coronavirus are going to pay you dividends in the future of your business because you're going to learn how to work and make money no matter what's going on. You will have simplified and honed your business to focus only on what is most effective to create the results you want. And you're going to have proven to yourself that you can overcome any obstacle. Life and business will feel so much easier when we go back to normal. So we have that to look forward to. Let's get to it. I've been asked this question of how do you still work when your kids are home and do all of the things that are on our plate right now from so many people who follow me over the past couple of weeks. So here's what you need to know as you listen to this episode. Your brain has to be open to finding solutions. You have to be willing to see solutions to get value from hearing my suggestions. A lot of the time, we ask someone to tell us how to do something, but we have this doubt that there actually is a way. So even when they literally give us the step-by-step We have a huge list of reasons why that won't work for us instead of finding out how it could work for us. So I want you to be listening to this episode totally available to hear solutions, to be willing to try, and to put your doubt aside. So first, I want to share with you some serious words of wisdom from my daughter's kindergarten teacher. I got this email from her and it brought me a lot of perspective and calm about this situation that we're all in. So this is what Miss Lindsay has to say. Many of you are working from home now while essentially homeschooling one or multiple children. If you take anything from this message, let it be this. Children need time and space alone to play. Play is their work. You are the parent. You are in charge of setting boundaries. If you need time to get your own work done, let them know that. Let them play, build, break, figure things out, 
and try over and over by themselves. You do not need to occupy their entire day playing dolls, building or climbing trees with them. Involve them with meaningful housework, cooking, sweeping, folding, planting seeds, taking care of pets. If things feel hectic or overwhelming, get outside, let the energy fly away instead of being trapped indoors. So good, right? I love that. I love the encouragement to let them be independent and to not have to be everything for our kids all the time right now. Also, our fourth graders teacher reminded me of this. We are not homeschooling our kids. Our kids are home now, but if we wanted to homeschool them, we would have made that choice. This is not homeschooling. So don't place the expectation on yourself to be educating your children unless you were already a homeschool parent. Yes, the school and the teachers have sent homework for us, but my experience has been they've sent home things that are very age appropriate, that the kids can do fairly independently and are super flexible and understanding that we have a lot of other things going on. So be flexible and understanding with yourself as well. And don't try to not only be like the perfect housekeeper and the perfect businesswoman and take care of yourself and be the perfect homeschool mom. You cannot expect all of that from yourself. Okay, let's get into the tips that I have for you about working from home with your kids who are also home. Number one, give yourself grace. Do not judge yourself. Perfectionism is a no. <laughs> this isn't going to look like it did before. Let it go. The standards you had before are not relevant right now. And expecting things to be just a certain way is a recipe for feeling terrible about yourself and your kids and your partner and life in general. You can handle this. You are prepared for this. This doesn't have to be as big of a problem for you as you think. When my kids are home, there is always a chance that they will walk into my office while I'm on a video call with a client. The best part about this now is that everyone with kids is in the same boat right now. We all get it. So relax a little bit. Just like you would not judge if I had a child walk in during my podcast recording, you would probably laugh actually. Other people are not going to judge you for the little interruptions that come up while you are working. So let that thought about other people's opinion go and then let it go with yourself. You are going to make mistakes as you figure out your new normal. Talk to yourself in the most loving and compassionate way only. Let go of your need to be perfect and be doing all of this right. There is no right and there is no perfect. Listen, we are all doing our best in this moment to figure out how to get through this new normal as best we can. Things will go wrong. This is okay. We can handle it all. 
Next, you want to tell yourself that you will figure it out. Open the doors to creative solutions. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The thoughts you think create your feelings and your feelings are the fuel that determine what actions you will take. So when you're telling yourself, I can't do this, this shouldn't be happening, we aren't going to make it, and I don't know what to do, you feel defeated before you even start. Your mind slams shut to seeing any solutions, possibilities, or creativity. You've just told your brain there aren't solutions. So why would it even look for them? Try this. Ask your brain to find solutions that you haven't thought of yet and list out all your options. What typically happens is you list things that aren't good first. This is the last bit of, I don't know, resistance. And then you come up with some decent options. And then you taper off with some truly silly things, at least if you're me. And this is when you know that you're tapped out for the moment. At that point, choose which of the decent options in the middle you want to take and run with. For each new problem that you need to solve, ask yourself to come up with more potential solutions. Your brain is so creative if you are open to finding solutions. The next suggestion is blocking your time. So depending on your business and the age of your kids, what this looks like will really vary a lot. You're going to need to experiment with it to get it just right. But the bottom line is that expecting to have large uninterrupted blocks of time is just not realistic for you right now. Unless you have teenagers who are just going to do their own thing all day. What I've been suggesting for clients and what worked for me when I was working from home with the kids still here full time is first identifying all the blocks of time that you can reasonably count on. So maybe that's before they wake up, during nap time, or after they're all in bed. Maybe you're also trading off with a partner who takes care of the kids while you work and then you trade off. From there, if you need additional time for the business, you're going to want to break it into smaller chunks. It can look many different ways, but here's one suggestion. You can get a worksheet or a coloring page for your child or set them up with screen time or a book and then set a timer for a certain number of minutes, depending on their age. For some kids, this might be 15 or 20 minutes. For others, maybe they can go an hour. You knock out a task while they knock out their task. When the timer goes off, you both stop and go do something fun together like playing outside. They are way more willing to let you have time to work when you're alternating work times with times that you're truly present with them mentally, not just physically. So truly leave the work to the side when you are doing this. What has worked really well for me is 45 minutes of work because that is the time that I give my clients. They have a 45 minute call and then like 10 to 15 minutes off with the kids getting snacks, changing the channel, 
getting them a new coloring book, whatever it might be that came up for them in the 45 minutes. Yes, this is like, it has to work perfectly for it to work. And sometimes it doesn't, and that's okay. But this system of alternating time to work and time to play with them and give them attention really works. They really do have a cup for you to fill up with your attention and love, and they will give you time. So give it a try. Next tip, manage your mind. You've got to calm down, mama. Everything about this will be so much easier when you are feeling as calm as you possibly can. The kids will behave better when they aren't wired up from all the stress and intensity that you are feeling and they are sensing. You will also behave better when you aren't wired up and stressed and you'll overall just feel better when you release the worry about what if and all the worst case scenarios and settle into what you know and are experiencing right now. I'm going to do a whole additional episode all about managing your anxiety, but for now, what has been the most beneficial thing for me has been to limit my intake of news. I've completely blocked the social media news feed from my life. The Facebook app is gone from my phone. Newsfeed Eradicator is on Facebook, on my desktop, so I can only use it for work. I decided to trust that any news I really needed to know would find me. And so far, it really has. When my county went on shelter in place, my state representative emailed me. When my state did, my iPhone sent me an emergency alert. The school system calls me and sends me texts and emails. I always know what is going on. And it helps me stay so much calmer to not have the clickbaity headlines and all of the worst case scenario speculation and all of those things that are swirling around. Truly, it is okay to live your life without those things. Next tip, be willing to fail to figure it out. This is actually exactly the same as pre-coronavirus. When I have my clients create their work schedules, no matter what's going on, there's always a period of time where they implement and fail. And then we keep tweaking the plan over and over and they keep implementing and failing and tweaking. And that cycle keeps going until it's really perfected. Failure does not mean that it won't work for you. It just means that there's something to learn from and change. Next, focus only on the essentials for both home and work. There might be a lot of have-tos on your list right now. I'd love for you to sit down and get them all out on paper. Everything you're telling yourself that you have to do right now needs to go onto that paper. Now go back through and question everything. This is like those closet clean out shows where they have you pull everything out 
and carefully choose what goes back in. And then everything else is donated or thrown away. You need to do that with everything that you're telling yourself that you have to do right now. Something I've always taught my clients is that as a mom building a business, you just don't have loads and loads of time to do all the things. You have to edit things off the list. You have to focus on only the most important and effective things to you and to achieving your goals. So many moms are feeling like they can't have the business they want now because they have less time and they think time equals money, less time, less money. I want you really brainstorming. What are things you're spending time on in your business that you can eliminate and simplify? Get honest with yourself. How much time are you spending looking for the perfect graphic? How much time are you spending consuming on social media versus engaging, networking, and creating? And how much work time is spent on non-money-making activities? The more honest you are about this, the more that you can shift and spend less time creating the same amount or more money in your business. Finally, talk to your future self. This one has been so helpful for me at all stages of my business where I feel stuck, frustrated, afraid, and doubtful. I think about myself in the future. Before I hit six figures, I pictured my 100K self. Now I picture my million dollar self. And I think from that perspective, the perspective of the future you who has created the business and life you really want to have. I also love to journal from that perspective about whatever situation is currently going on. So think about this. What does your 100K self think about how you balance your business and the kids being home right now? She will have some serious wisdom for you that you are going to love hearing. All right, mamas, those are my tips. The overall themes edit, simplify, and stop beating yourself up. We will get through this and we will be stronger than we have ever been before. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you And there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O dot com.